My friends, I hope you are having a wonderful summer. Welcome to the Cornerstone Podcast produced by Global Grace Ministries. We are almost to the end of our series, Thriving in Adversity. Today we will be discussing how to conquer temptations. While we are living on earth, there is no way to avoid temptations. But thanks to the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross, we can conquer them. First, we need to understand that temptations are the opportunities that the devil gives us to disobey God. He gives that opportunities to our flesh, which loves to sin unless it is led by our spirits. In our podcast regarding emotional healing, we discuss the three parts of men. We are spirits who have a soul and our souls and our spirits live in our bodies. Regarding our ability to sin, what the Bible calls our flesh or our sinful nature, it is composed by our souls and our bodies. If you would like more information about this subject, please feel free to listen to our emotional healing series, and I believe we discussed this topic during the second episode. Today, I just will tell you that our flesh, meaning our souls and our bodies, love to sin. In fact, sin dwells in our flesh. Go with me to Romans 5 and we'll read verse 18 and 19, which say, For I know that good itself does not dwell in me, that is, in my sinful nature. For I have the desire to do what is good, but I cannot carry it out. For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do. This I keep on doing. Here Paul tells us that good does not come natural to our sinful nature. I had a pastor who used to say that our flesh or our sinful nature only likes to do three things, sleep, eat, and have sex. However, once we come to Christ, we encounter a fight within us because in Christ we desire to do what is good. Once we are in Christ, we no longer want to be the type of people we used to be. The drunk wants to stop his or her addiction. The abuser wants to stop the abuse. The liar tries not to lie anymore. But the problem is that unless we put our flesh under control, we will keep sinning because it is in our nature. That is why Paul in verse 24 and 25 of the same chapter tells us, What wretched man I am, who will rescue me from this body that is subject to death? Thanks be to God who delivers me through Jesus Christ our Lord. Paul is telling us here that unless someone rescues us from our sinful nature, we will never stop sinning. But he thanks God for sending Jesus because on the cross he delivered us from our old sinful nature. Therefore, no one can conquer temptation unless he or she is saved. The only way to rule over our human nature is to die to it. Their flesh no longer tempts the dead. But since we are still alive, what Jesus does is that in Christ our human nature dies and we are born again as new creations. The old person we used to be has died and now we are a new person whose flesh has been crucified in Christ. Galatians 2.20 tells us, 
I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live, but Christ lives in me. The life I now live in this body, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Now, does that mean that we can no longer be tempted or sin? No. Sadly, we are still living on earth and Satan still does his best to make us fall into temptation. The advantage we have as children of God is that if we are in Christ, our flesh does not rule us anymore. Our spirits do. For that reason, we can conquer our temptations. We can be free from addictions. We can control how we are going to react when our triggers are pressed. We can say no to sin. I know that some of you might be thinking, if that is true, how come I'm still lying? losing control when I'm angry, and before I know, I've hurt people. Others might be struggling with sexual sins like pornography or cannot stay away from people or places that influence them to sin. How can it be true that we are no longer ruled by our flesh and at the same time, we are still bound to it? Well, my dear friend, that answer is complex because we human beings are complexed. Even though our flesh no longer rules us, sometimes our souls do. Most of us sin because our souls are wounded, because we have not surrendered that sin to God, or honestly, simply because we like that sin. Let me give you an example of what I'm saying. I once dealt with someone who suffered sexual abuse as a child. He was an adult by the time I met him. He was addicted to pornography, and even though he had tried to leave it, he will stay away from it for a while, but repeatedly he will come back to it. He came to me because he wanted to serve in his church and knew he should not do it without dealing first with his sin. We did not even touch his addiction because I knew the problem resided not in his desire for pornography, but in the devastation that his sexual abuse had caused. Once he forgave his abuser and healed from that abuse, he was able to truly repent from his sin and finally leave it behind. His addiction was what he used to treat his pain, but once that pain was gone, he no longer needed anything to deal with that. I also dealt once with a girl who could not stop smoking. She had gone to the altar repenting for that addiction many times. Many people laid hands on her and prayed for her deliverance from cigarettes, but she could not stop smoking. When she came to me, I asked a few questions and we discovered that she did not want to stop smoking because she was afraid that if she did that, she was going to gain weight. Smoking kept her appetite under control. She had not given that area of her life to Christ. She could not trust that God could help her keep her eating habits under control and therefore she really did not want to give up smoking. In fact, the only reason why she came was that she was pregnant and did not want to smoke during her pregnancy. Once she was able to accept the real reasons for her addictions and the fact that she did not trust God to help her with her weaknesses, she repented from both sins and surrendered those areas to God. I'm happy to report that her child was born completely healthy and she has not smoked in over 10 years. Now even the smell of cigarettes offends her. Some of us have not stopped sinning if we are honest simply because we like our transgressions. 
Sometimes many Christians do not deal with their anger simply because they consider it part of their personality. My friend, anger is just an emotion. And emotions are not sinful. What is sinful is how we deal with our emotions. Many Christians suffer in silence the consequences of the uncontrolled anger of their partners. I once knew a man who used to serve at church very faithfully. We kept asking him about his wife, and he kept telling us that she did not want to come to church. We would pray for her salvation until the day that I decided to go visit her to invite her to church. When I got to the house, what I found was a very submissive woman with a black eye and some bruises. With fear, and only because her husband was not home, she told me how she was not allowed to go to church because he was afraid we would notice the bruises. To be honest with you, it took everything in me not to sin against this person. What I wanted was to hit him as hard as he was hitting her. Talk about temptation, but thank God I did not have to fall into it. By the time he got home, we had taken his wife and kids to a safe house where he could no longer harm them. Needless to say that I never saw him at church again. This guy was coming to church every Sunday helping other people and acting all sanctified, but loved to feel powerful at home abusing his family. He did not want to change or deal with his problems. The last time I talked to him, he tried to convince me that he was the victim of the situation. You, my dear friend, might not be an abuser. However, if you enjoy cursing like a sailor in front of your friends and at church you praise God, the problem is not that God cannot help you clean your speech. The problem is that you like your sin. You like using foul language. In fact, many Christians do not consider it a sin, or so they say. The issue is that they know it is not sound speech because they do not talk the same at church. Many of us respect church more than we respect God because God is everywhere. Unless you are willing to let go of your foul mouth, God will not clean it. God will not set us free from something we do not give him. He is not a controller or a manipulator, but he also does not stop the consequences of our sins. Some of us hold on to resentment and keep on lying, drinking, or cheating not because we cannot stop, but because we are unwilling to allow Jesus in those areas of our hearts. We keep allowing our souls or flesh to rule us and do not submit those parts of ourselves to the Holy Spirit. Child of God, the devil knows our weaknesses. He is not going to tempt us with chocolate if he knows we do not like it. Nevertheless, if you are a chocoholic, you need to stay away from the candy stores or the bakeries. Otherwise, you will sin. You cannot keep watching anything that incites you to do what is sinful. To conquer sin, you need to deal with your wounds, surrender your weak areas to God, and you need to run from temptation. Joseph had to be attracted to Potiphar's wife, otherwise the devil will not have tempted him with her. Because he was wise, he did not mess with her, trying not to fall in bed with her. He ran out of the house. Child of God, we need to stay as far away from what can tempt us. Do not mess with sin. Some people live trying to keep as close as possible to sin without falling into it. 
that is completely unwise. If you play with fire, you eventually are going to get burned. Also, please do not get to a point in your Christian walk where you think you will not sin no matter what. 1 Corinthians 10.12 tells us, So if you think you are standing firm, be careful that you do not fall. Sadly, I have seen many Christians whom I consider way stronger and more wiser than me falling to sin. Please, child of God, pray for God to keep you away from sin. Even Jesus taught his disciples to pray and ask the Father to help them not to fall into temptation. In this life, because we are still living in our flesh, none of us is immune to sin. But like I said, thanks to Jesus, we can live holy lives. Next week, we will speak about the consequences of sin, not only of our sin, but also of the sins of others. Please do not miss it. If you're struggling with hidden sin, please bring that out to the light. Anything that is in darkness belongs to Satan. Confess your sin. 1 John 1 9 says, If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from unrighteousness. Thank you so much for the time you gave me today. For more information about how to become our partner in ministry or to share your testimony with us, please go to our website globalgraceministries.com or write us at info at globalgraceministries.com. Also remember that you can check out our YouTube channel. Thank you so much. God bless you. Thank you.